Episode 374, How to Speak the Language of Dude with Dr. Morgan Oakes. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast, live limitless. Hi, I'm Adam Lewis Walker, host of Awaken Your Alpha, the number one men's development podcast that is also a best-selling book, Awaken Your Alpha, Tows and Tactics to Thrive, and also a TEDx talk, Awaken Your Alpha, How to Rise Up. You can see a theme here, but please do check these out. If you like the talk, if you like the podcast, you will love the book. The book is the best of the best, and it's available on Amazon in every country. It has been my mission to bring you the best, but also bring you the reality, the trials, the triumphs, the struggles, the tactics that people use to get out of the tight spots, but also they use, that they continue to use to then go on to thrive. So please jump in, subscribe, review across all and any format that you consume this. As a coach, keynote speaker, and implementer, let me know how I can best support you. I'm here for you. I've got your back. Get to the podcast. This episode is sponsored by the Talk Accelerator. Do you want to do your TEDx talk? If you have any interest in that, go across to talkaccelerator.com. That's talk. X-C-E-L-E-R-A-T-O-R.com. There it has all the information on how and why you might do that and the best way to use it. And also scheduling on the green button, your idea clarity call, and we can talk through your potential ideas and send you in the right direction. Get to the podcast. Right, we have a TEDx speaker here today. He's the host of the Intuitive Wisdom for Modern Transformation podcast. Dr. Morgan Oakes is a gifted visionary who shares the best of what he's learned as a doctor, transformational speaker, high-performance coach. The list goes on, ultimately a student of life. So we're going to dig into all of that. But firstly, Dr. Morgan, are you ready to awaken your alpha? I'm ready. I'm excited to be on the show, Adam. Awesome. As I said, that, that intro, I could have gone on listing things about you, but I wanted to hear from you. So what are you all about at the moment? And what would you like to add or highlight to that very short bio? Yeah, I think, I think that comes out of that list is I'm just a guy that's not willing to settle. You know, I grew up in a small town in Wyoming, became a mechanical engineer, transitioned into chiropractic, added physical therapy, you know, was doing stand-up comedy at one point, started adding in <laughs> speaking. And I think each, each time I saw like this new place in my life that I was really passionate about growing into, I just chose to do that neurolinguistic programming to help my, my chiropractic patients, high performance coaching to really support people's personal growth. So I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm a guy that loves personal growth. And I'm, you know, when I see something that really resonates, I just tend to step into it. Talking about that, seeing something really resonates. We've met in person and I, I really felt a connection, but on top of that, Tell people the title of your TEDx talk. It's learning the language of dude. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, yeah. And you were going, I think when I left you, you was going off to, and you was going to surf the next morning, or at least that was kind of your intention. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You and I met at the new media summit in San Diego and anytime I can balance work and play. Yeah. The next morning went surfing and well, next morning I didn't have a surfboard with me. I didn't, I went next morning. I went body surfing in the waves at Carlsbad actually uh so good it's one of the highlights of my of my week it was uh, lots of good things but that was a nice finish <laughs> yeah absolutely how was the surf you know it was good and i gotta say like i so i'm a, i grew up in a small town in the middle of wyoming so i'm not i didn't it wasn't born into uh surfing i don't go that often but i love it and typically i would use like a 10-foot board yep. and a couple times ago i went and took this like 16 year old kid to help teach him and they had a 10 foot and a nine foot board. So I'm like, okay, I'll take the more difficult board. I took the nine foot, 
So when I showed up last week, they're like, we have an eight foot or a seven foot. And I'm like, all right, I guess I'm taking the eight foot. And I got to say, man, um, the, sometimes you get pushed out of your comfort zone and it works out as good as it can. I mean, last week's the best I've ever surfed outside of one trip wow. to Hawaii. Yeah. And what I realized was if you know, like, like snowboarding, mm -hmm. if you start out on a green slope, it's a good place to learn. But at a certain point, the blue slope is easier. It's like trying to ride a bike my as low well. as you can. Yeah. yeah. And I would say the eight foot board, I was resistant to it. And it actually ended up being a, a huge, a huge gift. I was really, really glad it worked out. That's funny. Actually, I, I got a slight example like that where I was, um, I was traveling in Australia and I'd never surfed before. I'd done a lot of like boogie boarding, bodyboarding. Uh, I love uh -huh. that stuff. And there was a guy going out, a proper surfer was like, put a note on the board, like I'm going out 5am tomorrow. If anyone wants just join me. So obviously I get up at 5am, never surfed before. <laughs> he goes with me, similar thing. He's a proper surfer. So he's literally got proper surfboards. And I was expecting, you know, if you go for a surf lesson, people are like, oh yeah, start on the foam and this and that. And he was like, he was just surfing before work. And he was just like, his body goes, no, 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 just come out with me. Just go out with, just get you started on the big waves. And <laughs> same thing. It was single swim. It was so scary. But, you know, I got up and it was, yeah. it was not much choice in it. It was over, you know, <laughs> single swim. So, but awesome fun. <laughs> it was it was a good lesson and the other the lesson that really landed with me I was out there and I have taken lessons in the past and and I was out there last week and there was a woman with a surf coach helping her out and it's interesting I could see where they were setting up I could see how they were tracking their waves and it was also a really good reminder there's a reason you know guys like you and I work with coaches right? Because it's one thing to like overhear what's getting said by another coach to somebody. Yeah. It's another thing to be like an amazing event last weekend. And it wasn't truly tailored exactly to me, mm. right? It was, it was that broad, you know, let's teach everybody in the room. And it was a good reminder last week of like, oh yeah, here's why one-on-one -on -one coaching is important, you know? So there's so many, I think life's a real metaphor. I get so many lessons about life and doing things like that. Yeah. And I know we, we touched on your origins there, like where you're originally from and stuff. Where are you, where are you based again at the moment? So I'm living in Seattle. Seattle, okay. Mm -hmm. And so talk to us a little bit about, you know, who helped awaken your alpha? Was it situational or a combination? Was there any key figures or even someone from afar that kind of just inspired you or said the right thing at the right time for you? You know, I think, I think for me that phrase really drops into so many different chapters of my life, right? There's where did I get, you know, woken up as far as business? Where did I get woken up on so many levels? But probably the first initial, outside of all the amazing things that my dad did for me, there was a point where I was in between my sophomore and junior year of football. I was, you know, I was this height and, and I think wrestled 130 pounds in like eighth grade. So tall, skinny kid. Yeah. And between my sophomore and junior year, I'm like, yeah, I'm done with football. Like, I didn't really see a place for myself on the team. Mm -hmm. And this coach, Fred Asher, reached out to me and he's like, Morgan, he's like, I see you playing defensive end. I actually think there's a starting position for you. Um, and he really saw something in me that I didn't see in myself at that point. And it brought me back in. I ended up, you know, starting defensive end. I played a lot of different football. The next year I was hard, hardest hitter on the team, you know, broke a couple face masks. And, and I think what I realized with that was – anything I truly wanted to go for, I could make it happen, mm. right? Because I was still one of the skinniest kids on the team, but I was passionate. And I think he's that person that helped me realize that 
as long as I'm interested, as long as I'm passionate about it and I go for it and follow through, like I can really make anything happen. Awesome. And in terms of, you know, what you wanted to do at that point, when did the, when did you become like a chiropractor? How does that fit into things? And just, you know, just tell us a little bit more about your path and getting to where you are today. Yeah. So, you know, in high school, good at math and science, uh, liked mechanical things. I would like fix dirt bikes and snowmobiles and, and I'm like, Oh, they're like, Oh, if you're good at math and science, be an engineer. And I like mechanical things. So I'm like, okay, I'll be a mechanical engineer. So I went into school to do that. Everybody's like highly introverted. And I'm like, I can do the math and science, but I don't want to be stuck in a cubicle for the rest of my life. But I was also burnt out on school. And so I, I just ended up finishing that degree. And I was living in Denver as an engineer. And I'm referring all these people to my chiropractor. I'd had a I'd had a, you know, a sports injury in eighth grade that that got me into starting to use chiropractic and really loved it. And then I played rugby all through undergrad. So I kept, uh-huh. I was getting adjusted all the time playing rugby. And then I was living in Denver and I'm like, you know what, like, maybe I should really look at chiropractic. So I followed that pathway and, and left engineering, stepped into chiropractic. And, you know, and to be honest, even at this point, like I love chiropractic. I think it really serves people on so many different yeah. levels the fun so one of them fundamental things you know you're always going to need it's you know dealing with the human body it's just you know it's beautiful yeah. it's awesome yeah yeah and, and but what i also realized was if i would get people's bodies healthy and the rest of their life was a mess mm-hmm. life still isn't great so then i started like mentoring people and you know we know that a lot of what happens is based on the unconscious mind so i got certified in neurolinguistic programming and as i started doing all this other work I just realized I wanted to help people on so many other levels. So that's where the transformational speaking came in. That's where getting uh, certified as a a high performance coach came in. That's where my TEDx came in. It's just about, okay, how can I lift people up? And it isn't always about their physical body. I wanted to touch on that. I know we're going to, in my second interview with you on my other podcast, we're going to dig into more, but what is the language of dude? I can't wait. I just want to just a little teaser trailer. What is that about? A little teaser. So I think we all have those experiences where intuition shows up, right? Or there's synchronicities. And for me, there was a really profound time in my life where, you know, somebody would be like, oh my gosh, you need to read book A. And the second person would say, oh my gosh, I just finished this book. It's called book A. You should read it. And the third person would show up and they would, they'd be like, dude, I think you should really read this book. And I'd be like, is it called book A? They're like, how are you doing that? And so it just, it really started showing up where those intuitions like, you know, what's Mike been up to? I haven't talked to that guy in a decade. And the phone rings and it's Mike. Or, you know, we know we should take an an umbrella out in a sunny day and we ignore it and and we get rained on, right? So learning the language of dude was a way for me to kind of have a relationship with wherever those intuitions and synchronicities were coming from. So I could be like, dude, what's going on right right now? And and it really became a muscle that I I worked on to strengthen. And uh, so that's learning the language of dude. How does the universe speak to me through those intuitions and synchronicities? Awesome. And you talked about obviously working. And I want to get both, obviously, your background. I don't want to ignore the chiropractic angle, but obviously the, the mindset side as well. Yeah. What are some of the, the big problems you see people come into you, you know, even specifically men coming to you both physically and mentally? And what are some of the, the ways in you, you help them and suggestions you may have? Yeah. 
You know, I think there's no one size fits all, right? Everybody's got their own, their own flavor of what's working and what isn't. Um, and the big thing that I really notice with people is we've got some people that have like, they've got no sense of clarity. They got no sense of direction. They've got more questions than answers. And so for a lot of those people, I'm working on helping them get clarity. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of times I think kind of the, the shadow side of like U.S. culture is like Nike, just do it, right? There's a ton of action. There's a ton of motion and momentum. And sometimes it has no direction or it was based on something we thought a decade ago or something our parents told us, you know. And so for a lot of people, I'm helping them find clarity so that when they take those steps, they're purposeful and, and towards something they actually care about. Then there's that other group of people that they have a ton of clarity in their life, but they're not courageously stepping into it. Mm. They're in a relationship they should have got out of five years ago. They're in a job they've hated for a decade. They, they know what they need to do for their health, but they're not courageously stepping into it. I think there's people that have a lot of, a lot of clarity, but a lack of courage. So we'll do coaching around that. Mm-hmm. And then once people have clarity and they're in courage, they're in momentum, you know, how do we stay in inspired action? And I think, you know, especially like Gary Vee, love him and his message isn't sustainable. Mm. And it's probably, I'm, with, I'm with you on this. I'm hundred percent with you on this. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what, if we were to survey like a hundred wives and, and a hundred kids out there, anybody really want their dad hustling, you know, no. seven, seven days a week, no vacations. I did. Yeah, yeah. Hour days. I did. Um, I did an episode specifically on Gary Vee in terms of this sort of principle and also I love Gary Vee and I saw him spoke, uh, speak even <laughs> in London. Yeah. And I just, you know, I'm, you know, fascinated by the guy in terms of the scene. And, and I appreciate what he's doing, but I know instantly, and I've got that clarity, if it's not for me, he lost me right near the start when he said something like, man, I haven't had a Saturday off since I was like 14 or it's something even younger than that. And yeah. I was just like, fair play to you. You, you, you. He's aware of that and he is having that sacrifice. Yeah. But instantly I was like, I don't care like where you are, what level by anyone's standards you're on. That's a sacrifice. I know I am not, not going to be making for anything, you know, straight away. I'm thinking kids and like weekends are sacred. And again, my, my, my dad was very good in terms of convert more, but he was, his weekend was kind of like, and you know, obviously, I mean, we was at an event, there's, there's variations, but as a norm, you know, I'm not going to not have a Saturday off for, (laughs) for years as the norm. Yeah, well, and it's, you know, it's, I think, you know, people need to get clear about what they love, what they're into. And I, I realized that by, by being an entrepreneur, I work more than I was as an engineer. Yeah, right. So it's there's a true thing. It's a true thing. It's, you know, you can yeah. sort of silver coat it, but I'm the, I'm the same with uh, when I was, I was a teacher for 10 years. And I was very good at drawing the line. Like I did yeah. not think about work past like three, four, four <laughs> whenever I finished. Yeah. I would just, and like, if it was work, I would just leave it at work. I would not take stuff home. I was like very disciplined and I didn't think of it outside. Whereas the entrepreneurial world, it's very hard or harder to draw them lines and, you know, working from home and aspects like that. It's, uh, you know, it's, I definitely work way more or work way more now than I did when I was a teacher. I do. And that the other side, not to ignore it, dude, if you want to like, not start work till 10 o'clock so you can drive your kids to school or at a certain point your kids are going to get into you know maybe they're going to get into sports mm-hmm. and you want to be a coach like 
you, you wouldn't be able to like stop teaching at 2 p.m. in the afternoon, but you're going to have that flexibility with what you started. So there's, you know, there's both sides of the coin. Oh, yeah. 100%. I, I drop my kids off at school and pick them up every day and they finish at like three o'clock. And yeah. uh, so, sometimes I go back to work, but I have that like that, that sort of 2.30, 2.45 golden hour uh, in terms yeah. of the morning and in the afternoon. And yeah, it's, uh, it's important. Easy to do, but easy not to do in terms of creating your life. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and so for that last piece, whether it's the amount of hours that we're working, there's just, you know, for myself, like I have to stay fit. If I don't stay fit, and this is something that's part of the high performance coaching program through Brennan Burchard as well, like certain levels of like, are you breathing enough? Are you drinking enough water? And, and for me, if I, you know, if I don't exercise, if I don't do those foundational pieces, stress affects me different, my productivity crashes, I, you know, so just trying to bring in all those balance pieces of like, how can you keep doing what you love sustainably forever? You know, 100%, 100%. Yeah. One of the reasons I dropped Awaken Your Alpha from three episodes a week down to one. <laughs> a few yes. years ago, honestly, that. Oh, I was, that's breakneck speed. I thought I was in the, the Gary V or the uh, Elon Musk in terms of just like, I was doing really well in that aspect, but it was not sustainable. And I was aware of that. So I had to uh, make it sustainable. Yeah. yeah. When it comes to high performance, you touched on a lot of things there. Is there anything else around your philosophies that you'd like to share with someone who's listening to this? And yeah, they kind of agree with everything we're saying, but they just want to take it to the next level and they're not really getting it. I know it's generalized and we need to, we need to generally for this sort of thing be specific, but is there anything that's kind of almost like that question you wished I'd ask or wish, uh, wish I would ask? <laughs> yeah. You know, I think the people that people typically know the answer, right? When I'm speaking to audiences and, and, you know, I've seen you speak and seen your TEDx and, you know, there's that question that we all ask, like who here, right? And we get people to raise their hands and, you know, who here knows one thing they could do to be healthier in the next, in the next week? Who here knows one thing they could stop doing, whether it's to be healthier, to improve your relationship, to increase your productivity at work. Like, I think all of us know that that thing that's calling out to us. A lot of times that's a good place to start. Um, I also like trying to find something, you know, for me, if I try to lead with food, I may not clean up my food. But if I lead with exercise, when I'm exercising, then I won't make some food choices, right? So I think there's also some things that we can pick that if you do one thing, like three other things, clean yeah, like up. The domino effect. I like the, I like to say, how you said that leading with it i like that because yeah, i think i'd i'd lead with the exercise as well personally yeah yeah and then it, and then it forces some other things to get cleaned up um obviously you know you and i are guys that uh both coach and receive coaching i think having support helps i also think you know without stepping into coaching just finding like somebody to model or mentor after mm. Oh, like I remember on a radio show at one point, I heard this guy say, you know, there's, there's health, wealth, and relationship. And he was, he was said, Oh, I think I've seen people with two. I've never seen people with three. And I think maybe in a traditional radio show, that might be true. Mm. I feel like podcasters and like <laughs> online business people, like, I think it's different. And I think, you know, pick those things that are priority to you, find somebody around you that can really model what it looks like to be a good man in relationship, a good man as a, as a parent, a good man, you know, health wise, a good man, you know, uh, career and income wise. And then you can really model like what seems to be working for them and, you know, have that be an entry point as well. Awesome. 
Well, we're pretty much to the alpha round now. <laughs> I can't believe how quick it's flying. But I'd like to start that off with, with a favorite quote or a quote that is kind of sums up the way you like to approach life. Is there anything that springs to mind? Hmm. So there's this poem, and I never remember the name of the guy that, that wrote it, but it's, uh, my, bit, my boat hit something deep, nothing happened, sound, silence, waves, nothing happened, or maybe I'm living in the middle of my new life, hmm. right? And I love that one because in personal growth, man, something, you know, something may have clicked last week for me at, that, at the New Media Summit, and my whole life has shifted, but I just haven't lived into it enough to realize it. You know, so I think that really supports me and like, just keep moving forward. You may not know where, where things are going to, going to shift for you. Love it. And we, we touched on sort of some of habits and different things like that, but is there a particular resource or another habit that you really want to share? And as I say, if there's nothing there, you don't have to, but a particular resource that you use within your business or businesses, or, you know, just something you think is not widely known or not widely used in the way you use it. Yeah, the something I bumped into, I've, <clears throat> I've historically called myself not necessarily a morning person, <laughs> yeah. you know, and I would, I would get the time earlier and earlier. And something that really clicked in for me in the last six months has been uh, Robin Sharma's 5am club. Mm -hmm. And you've got great YouTube videos, that book is a tremendous read or listen. Uh, and really, that for me has been the new thing. So getting up at 5am, 20 minutes of, you know, high intensity or yoga, I do 30 minutes of uh, meditation after that. And then I've got time to, to journal and kind of process and get ready for the day. And if I do that, dude, things feel awesome. If I don't do some type of morning practice, mm -hmm. the rest of my day feels rushed. I feel off. I feel like, yeah. you know, like I feel like I'm walking around with my shoes on the wrong feet the rest of the day. So that's awesome. And from your network, who do you recommend or who pops to mind as someone who'd be a great interview for the Awaken Your Alpha show? Hmm. You know what? They're, uh, and don't worry, I'll cut this so it makes it sound like you're boom. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. What? Um, and this is also, you've also got to get out of, you can also use someone you can also say someone who would be your ideal guest. This I, I got you. Yeah. yeah, I got you. So you can cut this so I don't look like I froze because <laughs> I totally did. That's fine. So the guy who is probably one of the most awakened uh, alphas that I can think of uh, that's coming to me first for, the, for your show would be David Wood. Mm -hmm. So he's, uh, he's a guy, I read one of his audio, or I read one of his eBooks like a decade ago. He's been in the industry for quite a while took a break, came back to it. And he's just a guy that he's about personal growth and he's about stepping into those areas where he feels stretched and pushed. So awesome. Yeah. And if people want to connect with you and find out more, what is the best way they can? Yeah. The best website for me is drmorganoaks.com. And that's uh, M-O-R-G-A-N-O-A-K-S.com. And if they're there, I, you know, I definitely have, you know, the, the free gift that everybody has. And uh, one of the things I have is a 45 minute video. It's the six keys to living your top life. Um, and I've had clients that have paid me thousands of dollars that still lean into that free training and talk about it. Uh, and then some people that show up there may want to have just a conversation with me to see, see how I can step in, how I can help them step into their synergy of success and open to those conversations as well. Awesome. And are there any books that have been either an impactful book for you or just one that you like to gift and recommend to others? 
5 a.m. Club's the top book of uh, mm -hmm. 2019 for me. Top book uh, ever would be The Alchemist. Oh, Paul, Paul Paul Keller. Keller. Yeah. 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 Have you read that one? I haven't, but I was actually looking at that. Um, I actually read pieces of that as when I was going through the airport just this just this last week. We talk about that, the language of dude. I was I picked up pretty much yeah. one or two books, and I was like, oh, there it is, the alchemist is there, and I, that gets recommended a lot. And I had a little little like skim reading, looking into that. So yeah, awesome. When did how long ago did you read that? You know that got gifted to me in wow, probably two thousand six. Yeah. I probably read it every six to twelve months, and I describe personal growth like sandpaper. If you've ever been using sandpaper and then it gets worn out and you have to throw it away and get a new piece, you know, some personal growth is like sandpaper and you use it for a while and then it kind of wears out. I could, yeah, I completely agree. I yeah. completely agree. Yeah. That book every six to 12 months, it's still a really active piece of sandpaper in my personal growth life. And I always get something new out of it. Mm -hmm. And I always wonder where am I in my own life? You know, uh, when I match it up to this story. Yeah. So I've gifted so many copies of that book. Awesome. A book that springs to mind for me is um, The Daily Stoic. Um, oh God, Ryan Holiday. And okay. in terms of, I read, I read that and it had, I really, I really enjoyed it. I really, you know, like you said, I wanted to use it again. So I then almost like rolled straight into it and read it again because it's designed to read over a year. You can like give or take a little bit of a day. Okay. And I feel like it's got a little bit like sandpaper now. It's still, I love it, but I think like it's, it's getting a little bit worn out kind of thing. So mm -hmm. I think I may have a break, come back to that another time. So that's uh, always a good reminder. Well, Morgan, it's been an absolute pleasure. Unless there's anything else, any parting words you'd like to leave, leave us with. Um, I'm satisfied, man. That was a brilliant interview. Yeah, I feel really good. Great to be on the show and uh, yeah, amazing. Good to connect. Cheers. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. This episode is sponsored by the Talk Accelerator. If you've ever had any interest in getting on the TEDx stage and doing your own TEDx talk or you're, you're curious about that, please do head over to talkaccelerator.com. That's talkx. C-E-L-E-R-A-T-O-R.com. There you can find out all the information about why you might want to do one, how you can do one. And also you can even book in on the green button, your idea clarity call for a time to speak through your specific potential ideas and how that can help enhance your message and how you can give yourself the best chance of landing that on the TEDx stage. I hope to speak to some of you soon. Awaken Your Alpha, Tales and Tactics to Thrive. There's also a best-selling book available all over the world through Amazon. Please do check it out.